Welcome to the St. Emelins Podcast. I'm Ian Beardsall. And I'm Simon Carley. And you join us at USEM in Vienna in a rather pleasant hotel room overlooking this beautiful city in the middle of this fabulous conference. We thought we'd bring you just a couple of highlights, talk a little bit about what we've been talking about, what there is still to look forward to, and try and just give you a flavour of what's been going on over here in one of Europe's finest cities. It's been a really good conference so far. We're at the end of day two and there's been some themes, I would say. There's been quite a lot of trauma stuff um, about damage control resuscitation, about how we assess patients in the resus room. Some really interesting points have been brought out of that. And of course, things like transfusion protocols and how we're now moving more towards a one-to-one-to-one resuscitation. And more on that tomorrow, I suspect, because uh, John Holcomb speaking in the keynote session tomorrow morning, which should be fascinating. He was the main author on the proper trial. The other big theme, there's been a lot of education here. Um, there's been a lot of talk around foam, particularly in the Young Emergency Medicine Doctors group, but actually in many of the other sessions as well. And I think the third theme that I've heard a lot of today is around resilience, about careers, about sustainability. That does seem to be one of the big themes that we're all talking about. There is always knowledge to gain and there's more to learn all the time. But more and more, we're talking about how we can live and work in emergency medicine, surviving and well, not just surviving, but thriving. I went to an excellent session today about leadership and resilience. Taj Hassan from the college talking about his views to do this and some very positive forward thinking messages from the college. John Hayworth as ever, a colleague of mine, giving a very sanguine look back and look forward about his career, what he's done and what he's got left to look forward to. It's all been very heartwarming to see Europe coming together at this time where, frankly, we're a bit disparate and a bit separate into this one really big conference to talk about these important issues. So a lot of themes were around how you manage your career and plan for it. This even came out in the Young Emergency Medicine Doctors talk as well, about the idea of building portfolio careers and doing different things at different times of your career. So if you're a trainee, obviously you're going to focus on getting through your exams and getting your consultant posts or attending posts. When you're in your early stages of your career, it's going to be largely around clinical excellence and building an ability to deal with all the breadth and complexity of emergency medicine. Towards the later years, as a senior consultant, definitely taking on portfolio roles, getting involved in management, education, academia, whatever it is that makes you interested in your job and maintaining that enthusiasm for the specialty, which was, to be honest, Ian, I think you'd agree, the number of people who hear despite the tough times, who are still fascinated by the specialty, who are tremendously enthusiastic about being emergency physicians, is still really high. The feeling in the halls is one of real positivity and one that in this together we can do it and we can not just survive, but we can have a good time. Simon, you and I were both lucky enough to have portfolio careers such as the described. We've done lots of disparate different things, all the way down to helping on TV scripts to advise to try and get the medicine right on those sorts of things. The possibilities are endless for emergency physicians, and it's all incredibly positive. Of course, it's not just the knowledge that we're gaining here in Vienna. There's lots of networking going on, learning about different systems. Austria itself doesn't really have emergency medicine as a specialty, and they're just trying to grow that now. And we've heard lots of messages from the locals about what they want to do, and actually really flatteringly how they'd quite like to emulate some of the systems we have in the UK. What's completely obvious is that we have the same sort of patients. And it doesn't matter really which badge you happen to be wearing, but what we've got here at this conference is a group of people who are interested in resuscitation, who are interested in undifferentiated care, who value the idea of making, I think what John Hayworth called, the virgin diagnosis. So you're the person who starts the care of patients and you're the person who defines their pathways in the emergency setting. So it doesn't really matter which system you're working in and which label you happen to have, depending on your country, people are interested in this. But as you say... I think 
many of the European countries are looking at the idea of centralizing emergency care and having dealt with by people who are interested in experts in those first few hours, those first few minutes, those undifferentiated time critical information like type decisions that we make in emergency medicine. There's a real appeal for this. And I think increasingly we heard from the Austrian, one of the Austrian health ministers, I believe, who recognizes that that's what our systems require. And there's obviously a lot of work going at the European level from USAM and the committees involved around the society that are doing great work. There's the European exam, which having learned a lot about yesterday, I'd heartily recommend to you, whether you're a trainee or a consultant, something that can really add to your knowledge and you can use as a qualification so you can go and work in other countries around Europe. And it's all incredibly positive. And Simon, you enjoyed your talk. We'll probably do a podcast about that, I think, in the future. Yeah, so I got to do the keynote this morning. It was 8.30 in the morning, so I thought there'd be three people there. Actually, it was a very, very good turnout and a really engaged audience from where I was stood. Um, It looked like people were listening. And I was basically talking around the ideas that as emergency physicians, we work in quite a difficult decision zone. We often have to make difficult decisions about patients without having the complete knowledge of knowing exactly what's going on. And Although when you describe it like that, it feels as if it's an impossible task. There's quite a lot of work out there in cognitive psychology, in experience, in teaching methods that you can understand and make better decisions when actually you're in a world of imperfect probability. And from a St. Emily's point of view, really proud that Simon was there giving the keynote talk on the first full day of the USEM Congress. Uh, Very well deserved honour, privileged to work alongside him, delighted that we do this podcast together. So we're halfway through. There's still a couple of days to go. There's the big ball tomorrow. I did a small talk yesterday about podcasting. And as a little bonus at the end of this podcast, you're going to hear a podcast that we recorded live as part of that talk where I got one of the audience members to come up and just to really demonstrate that if you want to be into podcasting and education, you can actually do it without too much stuff, too much equipment. You can make it pretty straightforward. And actually to get started isn't tricky. It isn't difficult. It takes a bit of practice. So there's a little bonus at the end of this podcast, which I hope you enjoy. And thanks again to Gerhard from Denmark, who I'm very grateful to as putting his hand up when I asked for a volunteer. And there's more to look forward to over the next few days. I'm really looking forward to spending tomorrow listening rather than talking, because although I like speaking, it's much better to go and listen to the fantastic opportunities that are available across Europe. It's really important that you get out of your clinical practice and go and listen to what other people do. It's all too easy to sit in your own world and think that you're doing the best that you can. But actually, there's some really great ideas from our European colleagues about management of patients. So lots left to learn. It's a great time over here. If you can get to conferences like this, I'd heartily recommend it. The networking, the meeting people, the eye-opening experiences you can hear about, it's really a great thing. And now over to our special podcast recorded live at USAM in a discussion about what makes a good podcast. Welcome to the St. Emelins podcast. I'm Ian Beardsell, and I'm here live at USAM with Gerhard from Denmark, having just done a talk about how we can get into medical education and podcasting. And Gerhard has some important learning points that we thought we would share with you, our listening audience. Now, Gerhard, it's nice to meet you. Are you enjoying USAM so far? Oh, yes. It's just, just started, but I'm looking very much forward to it. Good man. So we've just spent a few minutes talking about podcasting, and we said that three things were going to be important to talk about and we want in our podcasts we want to have three take-home messages for each podcast so i thought you could share with our listeners what we discussed might be the three take-home messages from our podcast 
Yes, we discussed at the first uh, important message uh, from this talk is that fluffy stuff is important. Fluffy stuff is important. And so what we really meant by that, I think, was that we're going to learn a whole lot of science at USEM. And science is great and we need to have knowledge. But it's also important to look after each other and look after ourselves and make sure that actually a lot of what USEM is about, I think, is networking. How do you think well-being is important for where you work? What could you do differently that might mean that the fluffy stuff is important? I think only working is very challenging and it's costing you a lot of engagement and energy and you get a lot of engagement and energy back from your colleagues by interacting with them. In a fluffy way. So we're going to interact in a fluffy way and we're also going to have a few drinks, I hope. That's what USAM is going to be about. So first thing we talked about is fluffy stuff is important. What was the second learning point that you took out of this Gerhard? The second point was content is king. Content is king. And what we're really saying is that if you're going to make a podcast, it's got to say something. And actually, that's the most important thing. It doesn't matter whether you've got bells and whistles or music and dancing and all that other stuff. It's what you say, because the people who are listening want to learn and they want to learn stuff. The content for this, do you think, how do you think we're doing so far? Uh, we are doing fine because by now we have got two learning points. We can come up to three, but not more than that. Good man. We're going to do three learning points, three things. We're going to repeat them three times. And our final learning point, what was that one that you think that we should take away? We need a James Bond opening. James Bond opening now. We have mentioned the James Bond opening on the podcast before when we've talked about histories and how we communicate in the emergency department. But what we're really saying is that if you do a podcast, you need an introduction that drags people in. So you want to bring them in, you want to get them interested, you want to get them excited. So we're going to do the James Bond opening. So Gerhard, we've got three learning points. They were, just remind me. It was fluffy stuff is important. Yes. Content is king. Yes. And we need a James Bond opening. Perfect. They sound like three great learning points from a podcasting talk at USAM, don't you think? Yes. Gerhard, thank you so much for making your debut on the St. Emily's podcast and hopefully demonstrate that education is dead easy and we can all do it. Yes, I'm listening to St. Emily's the last uh, few years on my way to work and this was very inspiring and it's it's really great to be on the podcast. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you, Gerhard.